When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I need whiskey to do a good intro. There you go. There you go. That's what we learned last week, because that first intro was terrible. <laughs> One, two, three. Oh. I made a detour out of the game when I was hustling crack. Made a couple of dollars, made a little bit of change, never looked back. You find me at the shooting range, practicing, busting gaps. Want a vocal booth in this Disnudio, busting raps. With some gold on my body, off my body, off colors Rossi, I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti, Lottie Dottie. She liked to party off Molly, but Cardi let her get naughty. A hottie up in the lobby, she stopped. She said, Fody Water, will you about to be? I said, follow me, follow me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Tailgate. This is still terrible, so... I'm not drunk enough. I think we should all uh, wish our gracious host, Kevin, a happy 25th birthday. Enjoy life. Thank you. I feel fucking old. (laughs) Yeah, right. We're not even going to do an intro this week. That's just going to be our intro. Me saying I'm not drunk enough and then you wishing me a happy birthday. A a depressing happy birthday. You know, great story. So uh, our our buddy of ours was at a at a bar last night with a few of his college friends that that and one of them kevin either hit up you know last uh, or in the past in college and he was uh he told our buddy to go uh, have her send hit kevin a dm that uh that did not come through keep in mind so so kevin is I, very I didn't just hit her up in college i went on a date with her oh that's right yeah 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 that's true forgot about that after she canceled like three times beforehand was probably that, should that have been a side i shouldn't have yeah. gone <laughs> was that was that, was that uh during the summer or was that i, I can't remember the timeline that was the summer of 2019 right right yeah. oh so that actually wasn't that long ago for some no, reason dude. it seems like ages in the past it's probably because of covid uh, we're also getting old yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah, have you ever seen? I tweeted this, but have you ever seen the uh, the Matt Damon clip from Saving Private Ryan at the end when he's looking down at like Tom Hanks' body and they just age him up? Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. an old man. Like that's how I felt this morning when I woke up. <laughs> it's all downhill. 
She's got through a, a quarter quarter of a century, and it's all over. Yeah, I mean, in college football, is only going to get more depressing here and out because I'm going to be watching these kids who are so much more talented than me and getting even younger than me. Yeah, right. It's, it's a horrible way to live. <laughs> like, by the time I have kids, the Heisman winner is probably like 10 right now. Yeah, that's a good point. Probably at least close to it. Yeah, I what, mean, fifth grade. What is that? Fifth grade, right? Maybe fourth. Maybe? Yeah, fourth or fifth grade, I think. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Because I mean, yeah. in like ten years, maybe I'll have kids. Hopefully by then, and then like that kid will be twenty playing college football. There you go. It's QB, right? Yeah. Unless there's some skinny ass guy who can just catch everything thrown his way again. <laughs> it's but, gonna be, oh, Kevin, it's going to be like uh, you and Ed Orgeron next week when he's uh, coaching against his son. True. Uh, yep. But, yeah, it's just sad. I think it's weird also. Like, the last two non-quarterback eyes winners, one of them was built like a DN playing running back. <laughs> and one of them's built like some kid you see – playing basketball at, like, a Y. Those are interesting descriptions, but I can't quite argue with them, to be honest. Am I wrong? I mean, Smitty's, like, 160. Oh, yeah, he's light. He is light as fuck. And Derrick Henry's built like a truck. Mm, That's a good point. But there is something in common. Don't say it. Please don't say it. Please they both it. won national championships oh, the year they won the Heisman. Oh fuck off! <laughs> what? What? What's the? What's the issue? Like that's a fact. They both won national yeah, championships yeah. the year they won the Heisman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the University of Alabama. Yeah. There you go. So speaking of Heisman's, do you want to talk about Heisman odds? I know you don't really want to after really a week and a half with week zero thrown in, but I have some thoughts. Okay, I'm just gonna say this right now. And uh, I am—I know I'm going to be proved right at, by the end of the year, so I won't need to make this point at any further points in the podcast. It's going to be Bryce Young uh, winning, or excuse me, uh, what do we call a million-dollar man, right? Our million-dollar million-dollar man. man. Gump Twitter calls him Young Money. Uh, oh, I like that one too. All right, well, I'll interchange those two, but he's—he's going to win. I, I'm not, you know. Yeah, I get it. It's week one. I get it. You know, he—he he threw for whatever he did. I, I don't care. It's going to be him. It's it's a guaranteed at this point. Is it Alabama yeah, player is going to win? He has the best odds right now. He's plus 325. Uh, Matt Corral out of Ole Miss is plus 600. He has the second best odds. I don't hate that. He looked really good against Louisville. Uh, JT Daniels has the fourth best odds, which I don't hate either. Looked okay playing against the number two team in the country at the time. Don't hate it. Spencer Rattler at three at plus 700 makes no sense. Yeah, he did not. He did not. I mean, he had a fine game, but it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, extraordinary. He went 30 for 39 for 304 yards, a touchdown and two interceptions. That should have been three interceptions, but Oklahoma's check cleared by the end of the game. So (laughs) Tulane picked him off for a third time. (laughs) The Oklahoma receiver decking a Tulane DB was just called defensive pass interference for some fucking reason. Yeah. Like that, 
I was so mad about that. I unreasonably mad. Yeah, it's it, there. There's one call per year for every team like that. Last year, uh, I remember it very vividly for Penn State. Uh, Indiana was playing Penn State, and the quarterback dove for the line, um, and he didn't make it. He absolutely, quantitatively, did not make it. And he, uh, they ruled it a touchdown, and they won the game. And w- would Penn State have won that game despite that? Maybe, maybe not. Something might have happened or whatever, but it was horseshit. Oh, I feel the same way about this Tulane game. Like, would yeah. Tulane have won with an extra two minutes? Maybe, maybe, maybe not. We don't know. Yeah. Oklahoma might have marched down the field and scored to put it out of reach, but I'd rather not have the refs be a deciding factor in that. Yeah, but here's the thing, though, right? Because um, it, it's going to be one of those situations, or I don't want it to turn into one of those situations with, like, VAR in the Premier League and actually just in soccer in general. I want people to make mistakes. It, it's what makes the game fun. It's what makes the, you know, it, it gives us talking points, you know? Like, this is a perfect talking point for a, for a podcast like this. It's exactly what you want. You can be pissed off about it. You can voice your opinion and get super angry. And like, like, listen to me. I just brought up an example from last year against a game against Indiana, which ultimately, you know, it didn't matter for our season. But I'm still talking about it. And I'm still pissed. Like it's fun, you know. Yeah, I mean, if I were a Tulane fan, I'd be beyond pissed though. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would I mean, never stop to- talking about it. Yeah, because I mean, you get to put, you get to face. Uh, well, I think they were number three going into this game or whatever. Yeah, I don't think they moved. I don't think they moved up or down. But uh, uh, oh, they were number. No, I'm sorry. Clemson was number three last week. Oklahoma was number two. Oh, oh, so they did move down. Well, anyway, yeah, which uh, they should have. I don't think that you should move down after a lot or after a win. But if you're barely beating an unranked group of five team. Yeah. You yeah, should not. You get, be, yeah. Yeah. You should not be in the top like, three after that. I don't think right, like, the, after that, but. like the reason, um, the reason Clemson hasn't moved down that much is because they are playing Georgia who we'll talk about in a second, but looked phenomenal in my opinion. Yeah. And I mean, we've started talking about, do you want to talk about the top 25 real quick? Yeah. We, yeah. We might as well. Uh, who do you want to start with? I'm gonna. We're gonna mix it up. Usually we go top, bottom to top. We're gonna go top to bottom this week. All right. And a little weird. So Alabama's at one. Right. Not a not a surprise. Not a shock. No, not at all. Uh, Georgia's at two. That, which is fair. I think they deserve to be two. Absolutely, they do. Ohio State at three. I feel weird about. Yeah. Because they didn't look good against Minnesota. That's what I said. I was watching the game, and I was I, for the entire time. And I know they pulled away at the end, but I I said I don't think that this Ohio State team is as good as either they could have been or could be. They just looked like they were almost unsure of themselves in, in terms of like when they were trying to run plays. I, again, this is just my what I saw. It's like. Minnesota looked like they were out for blood. They almost pulled it off. Um, I know that I, th- I think the final score was 40, 45, 31. And I, I get that Ohio State pulled out 
pulled out of the, uh, at the end because you know the better teams will do that. But overall, I think Minnesota very uh, very much could have won that if they if they had, uh, tried a little bit harder at the end. Maybe might piss off a few Minnesota fans by saying that, but that's all right. Yeah, and I mean, I I'm not too mad about Ohio State just because they did win. It was another yeah. Big Ten team that is yeah. good, is competitive right. most years. How far are you going to drop them? That's my only thing. Right. So Ohio State at three makes sense. They won. Uh, I think they should be above Oklahoma, which uh, Oklahoma yeah, is four. Uh, we just talked about that. Texas A&M at five. Uh, no real issue there. Uh, do you have any yeah. complaints? No, I, I think that's perfectly fine. Um, uh, uh, that that makes sense to me, at least. Uh, and then Clemson, we just talked about. Uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati at seven. Pulling off another brilliant performance. Yeah. And- 14 over. Ohio, excuse me, Miami of Ohio. I mean, future Big Twelve team Cincinnati. They just submitted their paperwork today. That's that's true. Yeah, uh, it's Cincinnati, Houston, uh, missing two others, right? Uh, BYU and UCF. Yes, thank you. There was a fifth one that was like rumored to be applying to, but there nothing really came of it, and I forget who the right, fifth right, was. right, right. Notre Dame at eight. Here we go. Notre Dame at eight. Look, Florida State might be better than we thought. Notre Dame might be worse than we thought. It doesn't really matter because by the midpoint of the season, Brian Kelly's going to execute his whole team and we're going to have <laughs> no Notre Dame football the rest of the year. Yeah, exactly. People getting mad about that was ridiculous, though. I, I couldn't agree more. That was the dumbest thing. Like, obviously, he was making a joke, guys. It's, it, you know. I found that to be funny. I thought, you know, I don't think anything bad of it. It was just, just grow up. Like, come on. He was pissed off at his team that he did, that they didn't win by more or that they let up 38 points or whatever. Just, you know, it was a comment made offhand. Deal with it. Yeah. I don't think he should have said it, but I'm not mad about it. Like, I don't really. Right. Yeah. It, it, I, my issue with him saying it is he should have known this would be the reaction. He should have known people will get unreasonably upset about an offhand comment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, that's just people need to get thicker skin, to be honest. Uh, And now on to my, my big disappointment or my second biggest disappointment week, Iowa state at nine moves down from seven after beating Northern Iowa by six. Well, I mean, that's, that's not really good enough, you know? No, <laughs> oh, they, I'm not if, bad at the AP poll. I'm just saying I'm disappointed in Iowa State. Oh, oh, I see. Okay, gotcha. No, if they moved up or stayed at seven after beating Northern Iowa by six, I would have been – I never would have taken the AP poll seriously again. <laughs> Fair I don't enough. know why I still take it seriously. Fair enough. Uh, Iowa, after shellacking Indiana – I don't oh. think they moved up enough. They went from eighteen to ten. Yeah, that was a that was a bitch slap in the face for Indiana and for your hopes of them winning the Big Ten this year. Oh, a hundred percent. They dropped out of the top twenty-five entirely. Yeah, 
it was it was De- deservedly i was wrong about tom allen i was wrong about indiana and that defense uh it has so iowa is now my big I was yeah, down there you go. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, it has taken one week for Kevin to change allegiances. Look, Iowa State might not even be my favorite Iowa team anymore. <laughs> Iowa might have jumped them in that. Uh, but Indiana, if you need a coach who won't lose to Iowa by a billion, I'm your guy. Michigan State is interested, so steal me away before yeah, I go over yeah. there. Go out to um, – where the hell is Michigan State? Why don't I know this? Um, East Lansing. East Lansing. Lansing. Yeah. That's why I was gonna say Ann Arbor. Like, no, that's Michigan. Yeah, that's that's the other the other uh, rivalry. True. And then we are going. We've been going slower to get to 11. 11. Penn State beats Wisconsin. Graham Mertz is not good. He is not a good quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. I fumbled the ball twice in the red zone. On, I think on run plays, or at least I think that's what they were trying to do. Um, uh, like I was like, "Geez, man! Like that's the that's the one time. Like, you know, you could even screw up at the fifty yard line; it wouldn't make it as big of an impact as dropping it on the twenty. I think Graham Mertz, who I said if he can string together good performances, he could be a really good quarterback. However, I. Don't think he can win big games. I think he shies away in the moment. So Graham Mertz needs to transfer to Michigan, where they their coach also shies away in the big moment. <laughs> so then the blame won't be on him. Perfect. Perfect. Logic is flawless. Yeah, and now we're just going to fly through the rest of these. Uh, we'll go 12 through 17 and then 18 through 25. Uh, Oregon at 12, Florida at 13, USC at 14, Texas at 15, Usula at 16 and Coastal Carolina at 17. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Simpler communications. Uh, look, Kiernan, you you might have been right about Usla. Yeah, that's a hot start, and they beat LSU, which I'm sure you're very happy with. Maybe <laughs> I'm happy about it. I don't read too much into the LSU win because it's fucking LSU and they're garbage. But man, those boys in that sissy blue, mm. sissy blue, and 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 the uh, uh, what's the team that his son plays for? I can't remember the name of it. It's, it's, I don't even want to say it's a group of five team or something. Anyway, he, uh, Ed Orgeron's son, uh, the, um, who does his son play for? I can't remember. Uh, look McNeese. Up real quick. McNeese. 
that yeah. those uh that blue of the McNeese Mac- team looks awfully a lot like a sissy blue as well. So you better watch out. They are playing this week. Yep. So that'll be fun to see. Uh, Texas, man, Texas at fifteen. They moved up, but that was not a good start to the Sark era. I think they had two or three three and outs in a row. Couldn't get the offense going. Texas, not back. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> 18, Wisconsin, 19, Virginia Tech, 20, Ole Miss, 21, Utah, 22, Miami, 23, Arizona State, 24, North Carolina, 25, Auburn. Oh, baby, I have some thoughts on this listing. Can, can we quickly talk about Virginia Tech, UNC? Oh, those are my thoughts. Oh, okay, go, go. I'll let you go first. I don't know. I think we might have been sleeping on Virginia Tech a little bit. Possibly. But I don't know if it's Virginia Tech's better than we thought or that UNC offensive line is terrible. <laughs> they let's, let's hope and it's not like they lost star players in the line. They didn't lose any guys in the NFL draft last year. So Let's hope it's just a, a, a very good Virginia Tech uh, defense because – I kind of doubled down on UNC and Sam Howell, and I am ever so slightly starting to regret it. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's it's fine. It's fine. Sam Howell had one good year. So did Mark Sanchez. He had one good year and went to back-to-back AFC Championship games, and I am getting at Sam Howell's Mark Sanchez 2.0. Uh, can't do shit without a running game. Fair. Uh, but no, Virginia Tech looked good. I think Fuentes is... Coaching for his job, but the team looked good. They got to the quarter. They got Sam Howell. They got in his face, rattled him up. But I want to talk about number 20. Oh, yeah? Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is going to be a dangerous team this year. They looked Uh, good on Monday. They played Monday, right, against Louisville? Yep. Also, underrated uniform matchup. Seriously. That's a good point. The baby blues or the powder blues, or how they call them, and those all red Louisville uniforms were beautiful. Uh, it was but, it was a, it was like almost like a NFL rush color rush game. I loved it. I need Ole Miss to get some powder blue pants though too. Oh, complete the outfit. Yes, hundred percent. For games like that, I don't want them to wear. Whenever they wear the powder blues, I don't want them to wear the powder blue pants. But I think occasionally breaking them out could look nice. But Matt Corral, second in Heisman odds right now. That defense looked really good. I did not, because that was the one question. Could their defense improve enough this year? And no lane train on the sidelines, and they still played very well. So I am very excited to see what Ole Miss can do this year. Uh, now, sleep, I'll say that. Sleeper, sleeper for the SEC, maybe? No, because Alabama's probably going to blow the doors. Ah, they did play Alabama tight last year, so they won't blow the doors off them. But Ole Miss is better than Miami, uh, according to these rankings, and also just as a statement of fact, Ole Miss <laughs> will finish higher than Miami, even if Miami runs to the ACC. Because the ACC, also, congrats, Auburn. You had to beat up on Akron to get into the top 25. Woo! 
Give it up for Auburn, ladies and gentlemen, and Bo Nix. Bo Nix, give some of that Canes money to your abandoned children. <laughs> right. uh, Penn State's got uh, got Auburn on the September 18th, and I am going to the game. So pumped. Oh, oh, you're going to that game? I got season tickets for Penn State. Oh, uh, there's uh, some belly up people who are going to that game too. Oh, cool. So, but I do want to point something out about that Auburn Akron game real quick. Yeah. Uh, let me just look up their schedule or their record last year. Uh, where's the the Akron Zips went one in five in the MAC last year. So not a good team. Bo Nix threw for 275 yards and three touchdowns. Against the number 14 team in the country, Bryce Young threw for 344 yards and four touchdowns. Bo Nix is trash. I just want to get that out of the way. Fair enough. But uh, last week's picks, we'll just talk about those real quick too. We're going to be all over the place tonight because I've been drinking all day. Uh, we went 4-0, Kieran. We both picked the same games and or the same teams to win, and we went 4-0. I think I picked UCF to cover, so I'm 4-0, 3-1 against the spread. But besides that, so you're 4-0 against the spread. Congrats. I'm so you're cheering. technically winning. I, 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 I am not good enough at gambling and predicting odds to claim that I'm 4-0 against the spread. I, I'm just going to say 4-0 is good enough for me. You know, having that, having, having, a, having an undefeated record so far, that's all right. I'm good. <laughs> I, w- I, will drop, I will drop some money on um, Bright Young winning Heisman, though. Ooh. I was talking to my dad, and I said, when I have more disposable income, I'm going to start betting on college football and lose so much money. And he's like, yeah. why? And I was like, because I'm actually not terrible at picking college football. He's like, oh, do you have any money in stocks? It's like, no, stocks make no sense. I'm not, that, that's dangerous to use, put your money in stocks. They make no sense. He's like, yeah, but betting on college football makes sense. Yeah. Like, yes, hey, you only do because I'm better at it. <laughs> you only got to be right once. It's that payout, that big payout. Exactly. Uh, any other thoughts on week one of the college football season? Yes. That Georgia run game, as well as their defense, looks like a shit ton of fun this year. I personally, I don't know if, if, uh, I, I know it's, it's definitely more of a passing game, you know, in terms of, of how it's played now, but Georgia went full pedal to the metal, hard nosed, you know, tackle football. And I, um, I just, I was glued to the screen watching every play. I, the, the blitz packages that Kirby Smart and his defensive coordinator came up with were not only fun, but effective. And they, they've rattled, um, oh, I'm going to say his name wrong. DJ, uh, you, you told me how to say it and I keep forgetting. I'm sorry. I also saw like 10 ways to say it this weekend. Yeah, you you get. Oh, fuck, I'm not gonna say. It. On, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it because I know I'm gonna mess it up. Uyunglele, Uyunglele, Uyunglele. Okay, that guy. 
The it's called DJ. Quarterback. That's probably what I'm going to do from now on. Yeah, just going to get a DJ. Um, they got after him, and, and he looked rattled. And also, uh, uh, Kevin and I were texting during the game, and Kevin Kevin's uh, hatred for Dabo Sweeney uh, still knows no bounds. <laughs> he was Kevin was furious with Dabo Sweeney, complaining all the time, which... In fairness, he does. He does do all the time. Look, we're going to revolutionize the game of college football. Uh, I want a Dabo cam on every Clemson game. Oh, In yeah. the top, like, right corner. So after every play, we can see him bitch and moan. The, the, the check didn't clear. That's why. That's true. Yeah. that's That, that was the problem. Western Union must have held it up at some point. <laughs> Those bastards at Western Union holding up. Oh, good. I love them. Love them for it. <laughs> Fucking can't stand Dabo. And it's like DJ is probably their least athletic quarterback they've had in a while. Oh, yeah. I mean, not he, he that looked... he's a stick back there, or not that he's a statue back there, but he's certainly not as athletic as Deshaun. He, yeah. He's not as mobile. Like, he, he can't scramble. He, I mean, he can scramble, but like, not like. Tom Brady scramble. Like, it's not really scrambling. He's like a slower Cam Newton. He's big and built. Yeah. Like that, yeah, but that's he is not race. nearly as fast. Um, do, you, do you think he should be more physical when he when he does try and break out of the pocket? Do you think that would help him? Yes. Oh, 100%. He needs to use that size. And yeah. I don't know how strong he is, but that size, if he can get up to top speed, he's going to be tough to bring down. Yeah. Yeah. He could be dangerous. Um. Yeah, I mean, that was a fun game. I do like – everyone's like, oh, this game's boring. I do like defensive games to watch sometimes. They they right. can be interesting. Right, and and one of the criticisms I saw of Georgia was that their offense can't score. And, you know, okay, fair. Uh, you know, it was a low-scoring game. But, like, in terms of, like – in terms of the overall enjoyable enjoyability, I guess, of that game, I – I was having a great amount of fun. Yeah, and I mean, Georgia's offense not scoring might come back to bite them later in the year against a more high-powered offense. But, and who knows, maybe Clemson will come out next week or against their next uh, Power 5 opponent and dominate. Demolish, yeah. It could be like 50 to 10 or something. And that could show that Georgia's defense is that good. But I saw the craziest thing. Oh, yeah? It was someone... I gotta see if I can find it. Someone basically said, like, yeah, I mean, the game plan was designed for JT Daniels to pass the ball quickly, and he just couldn't do it. But he should still be the number one overall pick. And I was like, okay, so you don't need a quarterback who can read defenses to be your franchise quarterback in the NFL? What? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to see if I can find. I think I retweeted it. Logic does not I, compute. I tweeted so much this weekend. <laughs> the Twitter servers could barely contain Kevin's fearsome thumbs. Like it, it's a problem. I I turned into a menace during college football season. <laughs> um. Jesus, why did I tweet so much? I can't find it. That's upsetting. Anyway. 
This is very bad podcasting, by the way, but I'm going to keep all this in. Yeah, but it's fun. That's true. Oh, maybe I replied, actually. I think I replied to a tweet with that. Where are you, Katie's Twitter? Because I think you're the one who retweeted it. Oh, here's the tweet. I found it. Also, follow at NotKDK3 on Twitter. He is a great follower. He's a great follow uh, for Alabama Twitter things. Uh, but he retweeted something. A lot of people are going to shit on JT last night, but I think the game plan was to not let him hold the ball long because we weren't sure how our O-line would hold up versus their front seven. JT should still be the front runner for unanimous Heisman and first overall draft pick. Yeah, that's... So he looked bad because they wanted him to make quick reads. And he can't do that, but he could should still be the number one overall pick. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Georgia fans are insane. They're just if if you say something mean to them, they're just gonna start barking at you. A, a game that a game that I don't think we we covered uh, in the SEC that I think got maybe slightly overlooked was uh, Kentucky's forty five to ten win over UL Monroe. Now I, I know you on our UL Monroe is nothing. You know they're 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 not exactly a football school, but you know that's that's not a bad score, especially for Kentucky. I'm just looking at the scores now. I was like scrolling through them. I was like, oh well, that's that's interesting. So then- my take on that game was for a team that won that convincingly, they did not look good. <laughs> It was a very ugly 45 to 10 win. That's fair. That's fair. But also shout out to them because the SEC did struggle against some not great opponents. Uh, Mississippi State had to rely on a last second missed field goal from Louisiana Tech to win 35-34. Yeah, that's not what you want to have to do. (laughs) I'm looking at the score uh, sheet right now. They didn't score any points in the second and third quarter. Now, granted, they scored 21 points in the fourth, but, you know, that's that's not a good look. Yeah, so they had to come back. Uh, Arkansas had to come back against Rice. Yeah. They were down 10-7 at half. I think they were down 17-7 to in the third and then scored 31 points in the third and fourth quarters to win 38-17. So that score yeah. is a lot better than the game would indicate. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I also could be wrong about Kentucky. They could figure it out kind of and become that sneaky third team in the SEC East like I predicted they could be. Yeah, that is true. That is true. And then poor Vanderbilt 20, losing 23-3. to Yikes to East Tennessee. Well, it's Vanderbilt. Like, Well, I mean, yeah, but like that's, that's just a bad look for the If for it's not baseball or nerd shit, they don't care. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's so true. Um, oh, this is a game that I don't think many people are going to talk about, Kiernan. Oh, yeah? UConn football. Oh, uh, right, right, right. The Holy Cross, a bad FCS team. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Oh, and my. then them telling their coach basically or come to an agreement with their coach like, hey, after that game, they're like, hey, you coached for here for 17 years with a stop in Maryland on the way. You should retire at the end of the season. And then, and then the next day basically say to him, and this hasn't been reported, but this is definitely how it went. Like, hey, you've coached for 17 seasons combined at UConn. Um, you can either retire right now or we're firing you. <laughs> that's and that's I, a pretty brutal way to way to handle it. I mean, I don't think they're wrong. I just think it's pretty brutal for Yeah, so he's stepping down immediately after Saturday saying it would be end of year, and then Monday they're like, Yeah, actually, yeah, you're done. So now they're who's their head coach now? Who stepped up? Oh, come on. Why don't you have oh, Lou Spanos, who was their defensive coordinator for the past couple of years? Uh, so, yeah, so he will be their head coach. Uh, why you would make your defensive coordinator of such a bad defensive team that gave up 38 points to Holy Cross, your head coach. Is beyond me, but I know who can save UConn football, Kiernan. Is it you, Kevin? It is not me. Who? Not so self. I can help. This one. I could help UConn football, but I already talked. Try to take Tom Allen's job in Indiana, so you know you can't. You can't try you to can't take. Do. It's like it's you like when you're trying to date two girls at once. It just doesn't work out. Not that I've ever done that. I can barely get one girl to date me at a time. <laughs> but big, bad Dan Orlovsky. Ooh, good point. Mr. Aeropostle Dan himself. Also, Aeropostle needs to start making Yukon's uniforms again. <laughs> I think it would work out perfectly. Yeah, again, again, no flaws in your logic. No, I mean, worst case scenario, you have Dan Orlovsky on the sidelines all the time while losing. Like, I, I would rather have Dan Orlovsky on the sidelines. And have him coach for 17 years at a horrible... <laughs> yes, but he's an alumni, so it's fine. I alumni mean... can be bad coaches, just not actual coaches who aren't alumni. Okay, I think I follow oh, your logic. Also, let's be honest. 
the most notable thing a UConn player has done in the NFL in the last 30 years is Dan Orlovsky just running out of the back of the end zone. Very true. Because I think list of UConn Huskies in the NFL draft. Let's just look at this real quick. All right, I don't care about uh, like there's no good. Oh, Obi Malafonmu went there. Apparently, he was a second round pick in 2017. Byron Jones, but the thing is, Byron Jones was the first round pick in 2015, right? Yeah, he's a good corner, right? Mm-hmm. Can you I pick mean, one play of something that stood out to you that he did? In sorry, in college or in um... no, in the NFL? Hmm. I don't think I can. So the most memorable thing a UConn player done in the NFL is run out of the back of the end zone. That is a weird fact. Yeah. I mean, also, I mean, Dan Orlowski knows what it's like to be on a winless team, so he knows how to avoid doing that. He knows the trials and tribulations of failure. Yeah, so... Dan, just email your resume to the athletic director with no subject line. Just say you. Just in the in the, in the text, just say you know what I want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he has a better touchdown interception ratio than Joe Namath. Well, then he might as well just just be inducted into the Hall of Fame right now. That's true, because I think it's really weird looking at these, by the way. Touchdown-interception ratios of older players makes no sense. Because, for example, Dan Orlovsky's touchdown-interception ratio, 15-13. to 13. Joe Namath's, 173-220. to 220. So, Dan Orlovsky's so, a better touchdown-interception so, ratio. So, so, just ever so slightly skewed. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, it's not the hundred more <laughs> touchdowns he's thrown. It's a, it's all about the interceptions. So yeah, uh, Dan Orlovsky, take the UConn job. Just please, please, we're begging you. Also, get UConn to join a conference again. UConn being independent is so stupid. Yeah, there's no, there's no reason. Like it, it, uh, Notre Dame, like they can. They have a reason. They can hold out, but come on, UConn. Get with it. Hey, Notre Dame doesn't really make sense either. Well, yeah, but, you know, they have their whole, you know, TV deal. Like, I think Rattlesnake said that uh, a few weeks ago. They have their own TV deal. They're like, oh, yeah, we're just going to, you know, keep on doing our own thing. And and I get that. I, I mean... Makes but, sense, I mean, then. Texas has its own TV deal. Okay, yeah, but Texas is well. well they have their own TV network. Yeah, but I mean, they, it is technically part of like the their school or whatever. But you know, it's it's uh, their demographic is is very centralized. Whereas I feel like Notre Dame has more of a, a, a national interest. You know, like they're not just you know, solely around their school and the, the, the city's like closest to it. It's, it's more of a, like I would follow 
Notre Dame football. Somebody from Seattle would follow Notre Dame football just because it kind of has that history. You know, uh, probably the movie Rudy helped a bit. And, it, it you know, it's it's for the very casual fan they, that wouldn't turn into a college game every weekend. They say Notre Dame's on. Oh, I'll watch that. Have I complained to you about this Notre Dame history that everyone likes touting, by the way? Well, hold on. What, do you do you mean to complain like that they don't have history, or that it's not as good as people say it is, or like it's not as good as people say it is? Oh, first. it's not. Yeah, yeah. But it's second off, they still act like they're a national powerhouse. They're not. They have not won a fucking national championship since Nikita Khrushchev was in charge of the Soviet Union. That's a pretty funny statistic. I didn't actually know how long it's been. Oh, wait. Sorry. No, not Nikita Khrushchev. I'm sorry. Do you mean, wait, is it Gorbachev? It was Gorbachev. They won three yeah. after Khrushchev died. Sorry, hold on. Khrushchev was before Gorbachev, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I've got my um, Russian Communist Party leaders mixed up. Nah, that's fine. Because Gorbachev was when, the last. Yeah, Gorbachev was the last. Yeah, because he had the whole... Uh, anyway, we're going to get far too into communist politics right now. <laughs> I mean, it, it's more history. We're not commies. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. We're not communists. We're a good old-fashioned American podcast. Um, But, yeah, since Gorbachev was like, or the president's... No, not even, they didn't win any since he was the president of the Soviet Union. Since he was the premier of the Soviet Union, they won one. And that's one. They won none while Cherenko was involved or was in charge. <laughs> and none while Antropov was in charge. They won. Oh, they won a lot. Well, um, all right. So what I'm reading right now, they won three while Brezhnev was in charge. So Notre Dame, big Brezhnev guys. Huge fan. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he was he was he was streaming all of their games. <laughs> That's why the Soviet Union fell. The little money they had wasn't going to the space race or nuclear no, no. going right to Lou Holtz's pocket. <laughs> oh. Now, do you want to make some I, week two picks? Uh yeah, we should probably get back. I, I love I love that we get so far off of uh off of actual college football. Great yeah, let, Let's get into some week two picks before we start talking about Ho Chi Minh, Pol Pot, and shit. All right. <laughs> Oregon versus Ohio State. I did not talk to you about any of the games I was picking like I did last week. So, both teams are 1-0. Oregon is 0-1 against the spread. And Ohio State apparently had a push. Apparently, the consensus was 14 last week against Minnesota. It is a home game for Ohio State. Spread is minus 14 and a half. 67% of people expect Ohio State to cover with 81% taking the over of 63 and a half. Who do you have, Kieran? Uh, given that it's at home and given that, you know, Ohio State might have looked shaky against Minnesota, I, I'm – I, I don't think Oregon has has it in them to beat Ohio State in Columbus. And if they do, I'll be fucking overjoyed. But I don't 
I think CJ CJ Stroud put in a decent performance last week. I think you know he's probably going to shake off the offseason blues and kind of get back into it. But he did throw four TDs, so I mean, that's something, right? I mean, I agree. Do you think Ohio State will cover though? Um, yeah, I think I think that's a fairly comfortable uh, win for them. Um, Fourteen and a half. Yeah, they'll cover. I really don't want to go two weeks in a row where we pick all the same teams, but yeah, I'm going to have to go with Ohio state covering. Uh, I do think Ryan day is a good coach. The run game needs to get going though. Yeah. And with, um, Oh, what's his name? Why can't I remember his name? Thibodeau. That's I was like, is it Thibodeau? But it sounded too much like Thibodeau, but yeah, former Bulls coach, but with Thibodeau expected to be out, He's still day-to-day. Uh, this game got a lot easier for Ohio State. I, I don't see any way that Oregon can. I mean, if they pull off the upset, I'll be just as happy as if I'm correct when I pick Ohio State to win. <laughs> yeah, I I think it'll come down to if Thibodeau plays. I think he is projected to be the first overall pick. Not It not being a quarterback's weird, but uh, if he plays, he's a game-changer, and he could make life hell for CJ Stroud and that Ohio state backfield. But if he's out that it's a wrap, it's Ohio state's game to lose. Yeah. yeah there's no, I, I can't see even, even with, um, I don't want to say his name, Thibodeau in, I still don't see, uh, Ohio state losing. True. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just think he can be that game-breaking personality. He needs to make big plays constantly for them to win. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, all right. Iowa versus Iowa State. Give me Iowa. You don't want to know anything else, just Iowa? Give me Iowa. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, I'm convinced that they're going to do do well this season. Yeah, fair. I mean, I'm going to give the stats here for the listeners at home. <laughs> Iowa's 1-0 and uh, covered against Indiana. Iowa State's 1-0 but did not – or is 0-1 against the spread. It's in Ames at Jack Trice Stadium at 430. Iowa State's still a favorite according to Odd Shark. Iowa State's minus 4.5. Seventy-two percent of people though are picking Iowa to win. Yep, as uh, they should. Or Iowa to cover. So, like it, some are like saying I, like they might lose by like three, but I, yeah, that's fine, I guess. Oh, seventy-two people to cover. Sorry, seventy-two percent. Is that what you yes. said? Seventy-two percent of people. Jeez, have Iowa covering. Nah, th- yeah, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. Which it, I, all seventy-two percent of those people could be just betting on Iowa. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, over under forty-six, sixty-six percent are taking the under. I I believe life's too short to bet the under. But oh, don't pull that line. Because no, the reason I say don't pull that line is because the over under for the Penn State Wisconsin game was supposed to be fifty. 
It was 26. It was just over half of the points predicted. So I would strongly recommend it's going to go under 46 points. Okay, can I can I finish? No. Shut the fuck up. It's my podcast. <laughs> um, in five of oh, Iowa's last six games against the Big 12, the un, it has gone under. And in Iowa's last 12 of – in 12 of Iowa's last 16 games played in September, the under was also hit. So the under's a good bet on this one. I, I didn't hate, even know that statistic. I just bet the under. I hate picking against the Cyclones. I really do. If you, I know you so can't. So I'm not going to. Oh. Iowa State, baby. L- lured me in with that. Yep. Also, the predicted score of this game, according to Ajark, is wild. It's 29.6 Iowa State, 29.4 Iowa. Oh, my God. That's insane. Also, I have typed or read the word Iowa so much lately because my dad's in Iowa right now, too. It doesn't look like a real word right now. (laughs) We've reached that point. Like, there's no way that's spelled. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. That's funny. Oh, do you want to hear about Iowa? Uh, some conference thing. Do you want to hear about fake words, by the way, real quick? Sure. Yeah. Spell Utah. U T A H. No, I meant the town of Utah in Alabama. It's E U T A W. Fair enough. Which is a Native American name from that area, probably. So it's probably offensive that I said that's a fake word. But anyway, Washington versus Michigan. Uh, Do you just want to shoot from the hip on this one, too, or do you want some numbers to back it up? Uh, Let's let's, uh, back it up with numbers. I'm not as confident in it as my declaration of Iowa. Okay, Washington's 0-1, 0-1 against the spread. Michigan's 1-0, 1-0 against the spread. is at Michigan. At 8 o'clock Eastern time, Michigan is a minus 7 here. 89% of people think Michigan will cover over under 48.5. 89% of people are taking the over. Predicted score, 27.9 Washington versus 24.1 Michigan. Um, I'd say I'd probably give this one to Michigan. Uh, I'd say both they would cover and they would get the over. Um, so, which I think is a reasonable pick. It's it's in Ann Arbor. It's, you know, I, is it their first home game? I think maybe. Um, I can't tell if it, I can't remember if it's their first or second home game, but. Uh, uh, yeah, it was against Western Michigan. So I'm assuming, yeah, it was at home. Okay. Yes. Well, if it's at home, I, I'm going with, the um, what do they call it? The big house. I'm going with Michigan. Michigan, uh, they're, they're 
definitely going to cover, and they're it's I'd go with the over. I'm actually taking notes this week, so I don't have to ask you what I picked. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go with – see, this is tough because in their last five, Washington is one and four against the spread. In their last six, Michigan's one and five against the spread. And Michigan's one and 11 against the spread in their last 12 games against a Pac-12 opponent. So I'm going to go, I think Michigan's going to win. But I Washington will cover. Hmm. And I'm taking the over, though. Okay, okay, that's fair. Now, our rattlesnake pick, our group of five game. Air Force versus Navy. It's in oh, Annapolis. Yes. Air Force is 1-0, 0-1 against the spread, and Navy is 0-1, 0-1 against the spread. Uh, the spread for this game is Air Force minus 5.5. 64% of people think Air Force will cover. Over-under is 40.5. And 76% of people are taking the under. Predicted score, 34.4 Air Force to 14.8 Navy. Hmm. I think I'll go with Navy. I think Navy, that triple option is always better than their uh, opposing, uh, what are they called, cadet schools or whatever. Yep. So I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, Navy for this one. Are they going to win or are they just going to cover? What was the spread again? Air Force minus five and a half. Uh, no, I no, I don't think. Uh, yeah, let's let's say they cover. Cover, but I'm, no I'm, win. I'm, No, no, no. Sorry. Excuse me. I, I, I want they. Oh my god! I keep messing this up. I can never remember betting. So it's is Navy going Navy. to win or lose? They're going to win. Okay, so, so they will win. cover. Yes. Are you going to take the over or the under? The uh, I'll take I'll take the under. Okay, fair. I. I think Air Force is going to cover. Honestly, I think they're just, like Navy did not look good this weekend. They lost by forty-two to Marshall. Uh, I, I just I think Air Force is going to cover, but I'm also going to take the under on this. I think it's going to be a ground game, which is weird. I feel like the Air Force should have one of the most high-powered passing attacks of the country just because it's Seriously. fucking Air Force. Right, but yeah. apparently not, so I'm just going to take take the under two. Any other games, Kiernan, that we have not talked about that you are excited for this weekend besides Penn State? 
<laughs> yeah. Although I'm not excited for the Alabama game this weekend. I don't care about Mercer. Yeah, I, I have to say the same thing about Penn State. Like it's um we're up against Ball State and it's not exactly I see I I don't want to say that as like a challenge because the minute I say that we're gonna lose, which would be devastating. But I'm I'm I'd like to see how well we perform when we should win is is what I is what I feel like is acceptable statement kind of covers all my bases. Okay, fair. Um, in terms of in terms of like uh, games overall to watch, um, if my I can grab my computer, uh, I don't think there's one that stands out apart from the Iowa Iowa State game, obviously. Um, Maybe Appalachian State versus Miami. That might be fun. Uh, Appalachian State no, is known to upset uh, top 25 teams, so that could be fun. That that was the game I was excited about too, actually. Uh, I'm also excited to see Pitt play Tennessee, weirdly. Hmm. Uh, Tennessee likes their coach now. I mean, he won their first game. Pitt, I think oh. – it's played. I think they're 2-0. They've already played two. I didn't know. Oh, no, they're 1-0. Sorry, they're 1-0. They beat up on UMass because UMass is garbage. It's trash. <laughs> they won 51-7 against UMass. Yeah, not, not a surprise there. I don't think anybody was surprised by that. Uh, Kenny Hodge only threw two touchdowns. That's sad. <laughs> but so I'm yeah. curious to see how good each team is. Kentucky versus Missouri might not be a terrible game. Both teams are a one and zero. The other game I I like is the um, is the Pac twelve Stanford versus USC. That could be a lot of fun. I yeah, I don't know about that. Wait, why why not? What do you? I mean, do you think, Stanford. Do you think Stan- yeah, but it's like. I think that's like a classic. Well, maybe not a classic, but it's. It, I think it would be a fun matchup. I mean, well, I guess we'll see how good USC is. You know, if that's can, true. They, I I also just like Slovis a lot, so that is something I'm looking forward to seeing. Uh, Utah versus BYU, the Mormons versus the Heathens. That'll be a fun game. <laughs> or do they call them infidels? I don't know. <sighs> Whatever they call them. Also, after getting blown up by Iowa, I just want to see Idaho beat Indiana now. Yeah, right? Indiana's dead to me. (laughs) There's a quick turnaround there, Kevin. What is this quote about scorned lovers? No one is angrier than a woman who has been rejected in love. Uh, there's something about scorn in there in one of them. Uh, hell hath no fear. Yeah, that's like it. I, I just found it. Heaven has no rage like love to hate returned, nor hell a fury like a Kevin scorned. <laughs> so, fuck Indiana. They're dead to me. They made me look stupid.
So, Kiernan, we're pretty much done. Uh, do you want to talk some more about Soviet military doctrine and leaders? But of course. We'll t- we'll, we won't bore them with this, with that on this podcast, but we'll, we'll, we'll create another one about the uh, idiosyncrasies of geopolitics in the Cold War era later. Perfect. I'm down. We'll put it on SoundCloud because I don't think Belly Up wants that on there. Yeah, fair enough. On their network. The, the, the only thing, um, I know you often ask uh, like for hot takes at the end of episodes, and I actually have one. Uh, well, it's not really a hot take. It's more of a, it's more of a, uh, a point of reference. I said during the Pac-12 breakdown that Chip Kelly was fighting for his job. Now, I get it. It's, you know, it's the second technically week of the season. They have played two games and they are two and zero. So I might, I think that if this performance is good enough this year, Chip Kelly will have, will be coach next year. If, if he, he needs to, he needs to keep up this uh, momentum. He needs to keep his guys happy. He needs to keep the, the ball rolling, as it were, and I think I think he will be safe at least for another year, maybe two, depending on where he ends up. If he botches it, however, I mean, again, I go, I revert back to my previous statement, but it looked. I think it looked good so far. I Chip Kelly has to do two things: win the games he's supposed to, and not get blown out in the games he's not supposed to win. That's really all he has to do now at this point to keep his job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do think last week showed us Chip Kelly saving his job because I think by beating an SEC less than two seasons removed from a right. national championship saved his job, and I think it's about the end of Ed Orgeron's career in LSU. Well, uh, yeah, I'd have to kind of agree with that. The, the, thing, the thing with that LSU win is that uh, Chip Kelly overall did not need that win to secure his job, provided he do the two things that you just mentioned. If he had lost that, but won everything else, that would have been perfectly fine, I think, for, for UCLA. But the fact that he beat... Now, Kevin, be reasonable. A decent uh, LSU team, you know, an, an SEC team will always be better than a Pac-12 team. I think I can safely say that, at least in this era. Oh, I LSU think, would play in the Pac-12 championship this year. Yeah, right. So, so I think that that win is definitely going to help him down the line uh, with not only like keep you know keep the the team winning, but also uh, just in terms of his job security. Oh no, I don't disagree. I think if they lost against LSU, he has to win out. Yeah, that yeah, that's that's by beating LSU, he does not have to win out anymore. Yeah. Because look, I knock LSU all the time. I think it's a trash program for trash people. I think it should be given the death penalty. But for a team like UCLA that's not expected to compete this year, beating them is a big deal. So it for poverty programs like UCLA beating a Trash team like LSU is a big deal. So I, I I agree with you. 
also the Pac-12 is trash and they're garbage and they're never going to do anything in their current iteration. I got to start playing the uh, the ACC and pa- uh, Big Ten teams. <laughs> okay, let's not put the. I think it's insulting to the Big Ten to speak up, talk about them in the same breath as the ACC. Well, I mean, we have to, right? Because it's the that whole alliance thing that's that's taking place now. Yeah, rip you guys. Look as <laughs> as long as long as I can have a whiteout against Michigan or Ohio State year in, year out, I'm fine. Oh, yeah, fair. But I mean, look, for the rest of the conferences that are struggling right now, it's really easy. Just get two of the greatest historic programs in college football history in Texas and Oklahoma to join your conference. It's not that hard. <laughs> I don't see what the big deal is. <laughs> Wise words from Kevin Lyman. Yes, I'm I'm great. I know what I'm talking about. All right. That is the end of the episode, unless Karen has more hot takes for us. I do not, no. Okay, do you have any cold ones? Uh, no. Why would I give you a cold take? And besides, that hot take, quote-unquote, is more of like a mild superstition. That's true. I have a cold take. Alabama's going to win the national championship again. Just give us the trophy. Yeah, seriously. Don't. don't ruin these poor kids lives by having them play games that don't matter where they get injured in. yeah uh, agreed actually agreed yeah Just give us the trophy it's fine yeah all right this is probably going up thursday morning uh have a safe drive to work and have a safe weekend you as well no drinking <laughs> yeah okay fun. Kevin gave me I need to be able to tweet during college football. Also, I'm going on vacation next week, so I will be drinking a lot. With some gold on my body, off my body, off Carlos Rossi, off Slappy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti, Lottie, Dottie. She like to party off Molly, but Cardi let her get naughty. A hottie up in the lobby, she stopped. She said, Fody Water, will you about to be? I said, follow me, follow me, follow me, bitch, room 223. You got to pay me, you pay me no attention. That's how I be when you're born and raised in the Vino or the Cali Silicon Valley. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.